Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we have another great episode with one big question. How can interns, and we talk from both the physical therapy and the strength and conditioning perspective, but how can interns best prepare for their upcoming clinical rotation or internship? Another great episode for you guys this week. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we're up at Champion PT and Performance up in Boston, Mass. Again, we get the whole team here, Champion PT and Performance, all our physical the therapists Avengers. and strength coaches. How about we... This is the Avengers episode. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's introduce ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why don't we do that? The Avengers. <laughs> if you say a DC character, you're out of the podcast. <laughs> I like that. Let's go, let's go around the room and introduce ourselves. Duwash, why don't you leave the group? Um, I'm Duwash Podell. Um, Grew up in Arlington. <laughs> kind of a kind of a worldwide uh, Just, world, yeah. worldwide podcast, but I like yeah. it. So Arlington, Virginia, or well, yeah. like so whichever one. Duesh is one of our strength coaches here, as well as Christy and Nick, who's going to introduce themselves. But some of our group of strength coaches here has been here a while. Did a great internship with us, Christy. Yeah, uh, Christy's real and strength coach. Are we actually saying like where we're from? No, we're that's good. Right? That was perfect. <laughs> I, I hate doing that. Duesh didn't know what to do. Uh, yeah, no, Christy, I like it. I was born uh, in Maine. <laughs> hey, was, come on. I was born. Right, I'm Nick Esposito. I'm a strength coach here. I think that was perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'm Dave and I'm a janitor here. <laughs> My name's Dan. Uh, Mike, physical therapist and amateur golfer. Amateur? Did you say amateur? Amateur. Amateur. Niche. Amateur. 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 Shocker. Says <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to know anything else about Kiefer. It's a metaphor for his life. Awesome. Well, we're, we're back with, with more great questions from our, our, our student crew here. We have Hail Storm, Haley Brinkman from the University of North Dakota. Got that one. And Matt Berserkenstock. Bert from the University of North Dakota. Go Utes. I like it. What's yeah. Utah, Utah gymnastics. Utah. Although NCAA, uh, yeah, not to date the episode, but congrats UCLA on winning D1s. All right. All right, Matt, take it away, Matt. All right. <laughs> we got Obama from Chicago. Oh, hi, guys. Love the work you're putting out. I'm a PT student. As I approach my clinicals, what do you think PT students that intern with you struggle with the most? How can I better prepare for this while still in my academic classes? So that's a good question, right? And that's, it's good that we have our strength crew in there because we have, we have PT students, we have uh, strength and conditioning, uh, conditioning, conditioning, amateur conditioning, I have a, I have a, a niche in amateur, amateur, <laughs> what are we talking about? What was it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, so we, you know, we we have a ton of interns here, both strength and physical therapy, and I think it's a great qu question. Like, so you know, how do you best prepare, or like, what's what's? Wh why don't we rephrase this a little bit? Or I think you said it a little bit in the question here. By the way, by the way, this is Obama from Chicago, where we're actually starting to get quite a few creative uh, entries in here. We all secretly think Matt just is the one that did this actual question and wanted to have a suit a, a pseudonym, an alias, an, an, an alias. 
But anyway, so maybe let's talk about from your perspective, like like from your experience working with the interns and being interns, right? Most of us have done internships to some point too. What do you think? There's one thing that that you know interns come in that they 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 could be better prepared if they focused on something else. I mean, who wants to start? We won't we won't go around in a circle. Dan, you want to take it? I'll take it. Um, I guess being open minded, I think, is really important. Um, you might have an idea of where the internship's going to go, and it might go in a different direction. And that's okay. You're going to see some different perspectives. And I think if you're closed-minded to it, you see a lot of students like, oh, it's not the experience I wanted, blah, blah, blah. And I think they just they don't get any positive from it just because they're so stuck in that. Um, you can almost always learn from the situation and just try to get as much from it as possible um, and stay open the entire time. I like that. Remember we had a uh, we had a student come in here once, not an actual student. I think they were observing, right? And then I forget what they were even asking about, but they said, they were a student, and they said their opinion was like that that wasn't effective. I don't remember if it was ultrasound oh, yeah. or whatever it was, yeah. and I was just like, wait, what? I'm like, your your opinion? The poor like, patient yeah. that was sitting there, like, what do you mean this is not effective? I mean, like, I mean, it's really hard to have like an opinion that something, you know. I, I guess it's okay to have an opinion as a student, but it's maybe to be a little bit open minded about your opinions versus like like coming in saying, well, you know, somebody taught me A, right? Because I think we, you know, we change so much. Mm. So that's a good one. Open-mindedness. What about from the strength side? What do you think? Dewey, you've done a bunch with our interns. You've been an intern here. What do you think? Yeah. What's What What do you see uh, these guys come in with uh, in their heads that you change? Um, I think one of the bigger things is um, they're so worried about like wanting to be a strength coach intern. They don't value as much like building a rapport, um, and just building a relationship with the client before they start getting into like the coaching end of things. Um, I think they're just trying to get like a jump start into just being better as a coach. They kind of forego some of the process of just getting to know someone a little bit better, um, earning their trust a little bit more, and kind of going from there. I like that. That's a good one. Uh, Christy, you, you did an internship yourself at Cressy Performance, right? So, so as an intern now, maybe you can even speak to, you know, as an intern that said, like, you know, what would you like to have thought differently when you first started compared to the end, maybe? I think coming into it, I mean, towards the end of my internship, I, I kind of took the lead on this anyway, but I think coming into it, just like making sure I was being proactive and like asking questions and not just kind of going through the motions. Because mm. um, I think when you do an internship, if you're lucky, you're around really smart people. And I think making sure you take advantage of like engaging in conversations and making sure you can get the most out of it as opposed to just kind of like being in that situation. Um, and making sure you're seeking out answers to things that you're interested in. I like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you're gonna you're surrounding yourself with good people, right? So we have some of our best discussions just like, you know, when it's slower at the end of the day or something, we start talking about things. It's not about like in the heat of the moment sometimes, but it's about that dialogue afterwards. I like that. So what else? What do you guys got? Anybody down here? Yeah. I mean, I would say the communication thing was, it's like the end of the spectrum. I've had students who did really kind of like I don't know, it wasn't that great because they like didn't say anything. Like Chrissy said, they were just like never asking questions. They were never trying to learn more. But I also had people who on the other side, like you said, were just all the time trying to voice their opinion and talk, talk, talk and say what they thought about this. Like sometimes it's okay to kind of just like listen to like what's going on and just like not have to always have something to say, you know. Right. So I mean I think it exists on somewhere in the middle of like being open to everyone's opinions but then asking questions. <coughs> 
as you feel is appropriate. Yeah, like form your opinion, but like maybe like yeah. at night by yourself, yeah. right? Like not like a, not in a weird way, right? Yeah. But like you know, like 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 take all those things down, and it's okay if you even disagree with some of the things you're yeah. learning, right? Because look, your your population of people that you work with might be different, or your past experience may be a little different. It's okay to disagree, but probably one of those things to just say like, all right, you know, I'm gonna just you know, all right, I I learned out of all the stuff I learned, eighty percent of it I agree with, twenty percent I disagree with, and that's how you become you, right? We talk about that all the time. I always say I'm happily a mutt, right? Like we take all the thought processes together and we put them together as to, into one thought. And that's, that's your thought process. And for me, man, I've learned so much about how to do things as well as I've learned how not to do things from certain people. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, I think it's okay to say, you know, that you're not going to agree with everything. I think that's pretty good. Dan, did you go yet already? Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so many people, it's hard to track. It's been a long episode. Dude, what do you think? Uh, well, uh, Mike, as, yeah. maybe as your perspective now, too, as like a PT student as well. So Mike was a PT student here. And then I do want to hear from you guys, but as a PT student, what do you think? Um, well, as think, a past PT student, sorry. Yeah. I think, um, I think for the most part, like when I was... Yeah. Um, when I started as a physical therapy student here, it's like I... I I thought I didn't know anything, like literally anything. And um, so I think it's, it's big for students to realize how much they do know. Um, physical therapy school does a pretty good job at preparing students to be clinical students, um, but it, it kind of doesn't prepare you as well to work with actual patients. So I think one of the things that, um, that I kind of worked on when I was a student here and I see students kind of grow into as their time kind of um, continues on here is, is – interacting um, with patients kind of in the mood of, of our setting, basically. Um, we kind of have a pretty laid-back clinic. Um, the patients really value that. People enjoy coming here. I think students that, that come here could really um, benefit from, like, partaking in that, like mess, messing around a little bit, like having a personality and not, not kind of being a robot, building rapport mm-hmm. with people. I think that's, that's one thing I noticed, and that's one thing I tried to, to work on when I was a student. Yeah, I like that. I think that, you know, that's a good one. We see a lot of people, you spend your physical therapy class setting oftentimes, like talking again, you know, very anatomical, very restricted. Like, you know, you're, you're doing a practical with your professors and you have to sound really smart. But if you come and you talk like that to a real person in real life, oftentimes you, you end up turning them off, right? They don't want to know, you know, what the word goniometer means, right? Like they don't need to hear those types of things. Just, you know, just, just speak in layman's terms and know how to, you know, talk casually. I think that's actually a big one for students mm-hmm. and oftentimes maybe they're trying to impress us i don't know maybe they're trying to impress us Definitely. too not yeah. just the uh not just the person so well what do you guys think from your perspective so you guys are almost veteran status now no longer hailstorms <laughs> about to take the boards right so tomorrow <laughs> blown out <laughs> what, 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 oh, like, sorry dave's coffee mug uh, so, uh what, what what would you guys say what do you think? two big takeaways is don't compare yourself to the expert because you can get really intimidated and um, wanting to know everything your mentor knows, but realizing you're quite a bit behind them and they have many years of experience. And comparison is a big evil in this world, so don't get stuck doing that. And also don't forget the basics. I spent a lot of time in like even PT school getting so excited with like continuing ed and all that, that I feel like I didn't hammer down the basics well enough in the moment, so I should have spent a little bit more time making sure I knew just the basic joints structure of each joint. Dang, Haley. Jim is good, right? Jim is good. Jim is good. to move you up to the front. <laughs> Come to, join the front line. Yeah. What, what, I will, to comment on your stuff, I think that's, yeah. that's really good, right? A lot of times, 
you know, students come in and they're so influenced by social media and what's hot on the web and all these fads and stuff like that. We always say is they don't know the basics, right? They know all about diaphragmatic breathing. They have no idea how to treat a shoulder joint, right? And that's a super big problem, right? Because what are you going to end up do? Your comfort level is in diaphragmatic breathing. So you're going to make everybody breathe <laughs> instead of working on their shoulder, which is why they came to see you. So, you know, it's, it's an interesting, you know, kind of thing. So it's good. Matt, what about you? Um, I think one thing that can be challenging um, in school, everything is presented in kind of a black and white way um, in terms of diagnosis and treatment and, and the reasons behind all of that. And so when you, you get into the clinic and you get a patient in front of you, there's a lot more gray. Um, and you have to, like we've said, everybody said, like you have to relate everything to that patient. So I think for me with what is difficult, but also a huge um, sort of growth opportunity is always having uh, a reason behind what you choose to do and like being able to explain that to your patient in a way that that helps them understand and also helps them like buy into the whole process because if they're confident that you're doing something for a specific reason i think that really helps kind of the whole process move along. Love it. Great answer, Matt. Good, good stuff. I mean, I would just add, I guess I'd just end it with, you know, I, I think like the evolution of you becoming an expert in our field of both fitness, sports performance, physical therapy, those types of things. There's an evolution of things and it's kind of like four building blocks that we, that we start on. It's knowledge, skill, experience, and then judgment. So where do you think a student sits in that? Do they have any, you know, obviously it's a building block, right? But like, do they have much skill yet? Probably not, right? They're probably like pretty mild with the skill. So they probably have their baseline knowledge. They can always grow, but they're filling their knowledge bucket up and they're starting to fill that skill bucket up. It's getting there, right? But in terms of experience, they have no experience. So, you know, one of the things we're doing like online, like I've been doing a bunch of videos lately on Instagram on just some special tests and stuff like that. And I try to throw in things on special tests where, hey, this is how we perform a special test. But like, hey, here's like a clinical pearl because life isn't like your textbook. Life isn't like how they teach you or your professors teach you, you know, and, you know, not a knock or anything like that. But a lot of professors that are teaching you don't actually treat patients, right? I'm sure they have at some point in their careers, but it's about like that relevant clinical experience. Right. And then to have that, you can then finally start to have judgment. But you can't have judgment. You can't be an expert. You can't have experience without building up those blocks right there. So just realize as a student that you're, you know, you get your baseline knowledge, but you need to get better at that and get better at your skill. And then from there, experience will allow you to have better judgment and become an expert over time. That's, that's kind of how I would, I would build that up. Know where you fit into those four blocks. Right? Nice. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. Another great episode. One question. I like these one question ones that we do every now and then. But uh, head to MikeRinald.com, click on that podcast link, and you can fill out a form. Ask us any questions you guys want, any topics you guys want to talk about, some great questions coming in. Head to iTunes, Spotify, click and rate, review, subscribe. We'll see all those fun stuff. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinald.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.